0: superstitious but i am a little stitious Parents win Parents win cody jansen stopped 92 out of 95 shots including a penalty shot in overtime somehow he still only wound up the third star of the game
1: you like that jansen
2: has a heart
1: you're smoking crack It's us
0: jansen world hockey airport join now ice wars king of the rink Daniel Amesbury, Diamond Hands, joins us once again. What's going on, buddy? How's summer been?
2: Yeah, good, not too bad. Just uh, getting ready for the upcoming event in August. Lots of training, boxing, um, skating, and stuff like that. So, yeah, just preparation, really. So I
0: see you're in the gym all the time as well. Obviously, there's a lot of an emotional high after Ice Wars. We're going to get into all of that, but first, got to talk what's really keeping you busy, and that was lacrosse this spring you got to talk about the comeback man because you were playing in the wla for a little bit there
2: yeah no it was good it was nice to be back on the floor um you know we had a pretty good team set up here and yeah i I played a few games so far and then uh kind of just back into the league bs that i've been dealing with for quite some time so kind of going back to where 2016 it seems like so I had a, a league meeting and all this stuff. So I don't know, just kind of dealing with some more drama in the lacrosse world.
0: Man Cup goal scorer. I will throw that in there for diamond yeah. hands, buddy. But okay. okay. So walk me through kind of what's going on now. But also, I if I got to ask, I mean, like, did you do anything cheap or dirty in your first few games? Like that would actually nope. warrant something because I've been paying nope. attention. I watch most of the games. I didn't see anything. So I don't know what else went on, but I got to hear your side of the story here.
2: Yeah, like that's the thing, too. I, I mean, I spoke with the league about this, too. Like, I'm not a dirty player. It's just not how I play. I never have been. You know, if there's a fight breaks out or if it's time to fight, like I'll fight, but I've never been a guy to go out and dirty someone. So I think I played three games. In the three games, I had one two minute penalty for boarding. And it was honestly a clean hit, just maybe a little bit big of a hit for the league, whatever. You could give me a penalty for it, I guess, but uh, yeah, nothing warranting a conversation with the league by any means. Um, You know, they were, they were basically doing the same thing they did in 2016. They had no grounds to kick me out of the league. There was no incident that they were actually talking about specifically. They basically came in and, and the way the league structured, it's really, it's really a terrible way it's structured. It's basically run by the, each team has a say. So the, the whole league, all the, teams are running the league, I guess. So all the other teams basically said, you know, we don't want to play against this guy. And what they did is they started finding my team. Every time that they dressed me, they would find my team. And that's the same thing that happened in 2016. And and there was, and then also there was the thing where my team wasn't even supposed to tell me that was going on because then they'll get fined another five grand. So basically it was all behind closed doors. There was no real suspension. There was no grounds for it. They were just basically, discriminating me as a player and basically saying I can't play the game of lacrosse because they didn't even really have a good reason. There was was no real reason. And then so it got to the point where, you know, I addressed my team. I'm like, hey, what's going on? Because I showed up to the game one day and they said, hey, Ames, you're not in the lineup, which I thought was really strange because it was like two games in a row. Now I got scratched, didn't really have any answers for it. And then I was going out to warm up and they're like, oh, you can't warm up. And so immediately I knew it was going on. It was the same thing I dealt with in 2016. If I warm up, they're finding my team. So then I kind of talked to the team and we kind of figure out what's going on. And it was basically the same thing. Like these teams don't want to play against me. They were saying I'm a, I'm a danger to the league or I'm, I'm a i thr- I'm scaring other players is essentially what they said, which is absolute joke. When you're talking about a, a men's game, you know, one of the toughest sports on the planet here we're talking about and you're, you're worried about guys getting scared or whatever, or intimidation. So uh, so, anyways, I get to the point where I had a league meeting with all the all the teams and the the general, Matt, the GM of the league, the guy who runs the league, the president or whatever. And um, the first thing that came up, because I haven't done anything this year. There's been no incidents. I asked, like, what it's about. And uh, the first thing that came up, they said, well, in Victoria the other day, in warm-ups, you were staring at players on the other team. And, they, and intimidating them we got to cut that out we can't have you doing that and I was just like immediately I was just like okay hey, this is a joke like this sport is an absolute joke if this is how this team this league is being run this league's a joke and they're they're now going to be competing with all these other leagues then and, and it's going to kill Canadian lacrosse at the end of the day if they keep this kind of stuff up and and preventing players from playing a game just because they don't want to play against them like i didn't do anything dirty i didn't do anything deserving of this to be completely honest the only reason i was playing lacrosse this year is because i wanted my kids to be around the game you know like both my kids uh by my both late kids are both first nations so i really wanted to have them around the game and it was cool for me to be able to bring them up around the game but having to deal with all this stuff and having my ice wars coming up it's kind of driving me away from it and i really just can't even really deal with it at this point my team was getting too many uh Fines, and it basically came to a point where my team was handcuffed into releasing me on, on the deadline. They released me, and you know they called me and they said, you know, we're, we're sorry, we're still fighting for you. We want you to be a part of the team, and you know we're going to try and bring you back next year. We're, they got lawyers and all this stuff, but essentially at the end of the day, there's no grounds for it. They're just discriminating me as a player because um, they don't want to play against me, and that's all it is. And and I play an honest game. I just all I do is hold people accountable play clean don't play dirty and you have nothing to worry about you know i'm not i'm not gonna go jump a jesse king or a goal scorer or i'm not even gonna go jump a guy that's undeserving i'm not even gonna jump anybody I, I told the league that it's like you don't have to worry about anything like that but if a fight breaks out i'll fight that's strictly it and i'll make sure the game's clean so i don't know what the deal is with it it's it's uh you know, it's, it's super unfair. It's, it's not, you know, it's not uh, equal across the league. There's guys in the league that have already been suspended three times this year and they haven't had any, any league meetings. So I don't know. It doesn't really make much sense to me, but it's no way to run a league. And at the end of the day with all these competing leagues popping up every day, I think there's a new one. I seen you posted today. Um, You know, like if these leagues keep popping up, the WLA isn't going to last.
0: So, yeah, where do I dive into that? Oh, my goodness. So you you make an interesting point, and I guess what really pisses me off is is you talk about your history with the game, wanting to get your kids involved. It's a great game. I love it. You obviously love it, too, if you're playing it. But sometimes lacrosse is their own worst enemy. And what uh, gets me with your situation is if there was incidents Man, I, I would have to be like, okay, well, then the WA, WLA's got a reason. If you're out there jumping superstars, if you're out there throwing haymakers to guys on benches, you yeah. know, whatever it is, if you're doing stupid stuff, you got to side with the, the league making out the best of safety. Totally. But if it's just because they're scared, come on. Yeah. And what makes it even worse is the, the, the WLA and the MSL, they're no longer amateur sports here. Like, like, this isn't yeah. just, like, show-up friendly sports here. These teams are supposed to be putting on rosters to win. And if you're going to help a team win, it's insane that they can step in and say, well, we don't want him because he's got two PIMS this year and he's you yeah. know, staring at some guy in warm-ups.
2: Yeah, and, like, the one thing, too, is, like, you would never see this happen. Like, it's, it's the West is where it's happening. Like, you'd never see it happen out East. Like, out East, they all want to win a Man Cup. So if they see a team building up for a Man Cup... whatever that team needs to get to the man cup and win the man cup they would support the other team right like it's you see it out east every year near the end of the year every team ships the one team all their guys they're like oh this is the team that's going to go out to the man cup let's ship them all our players and make sure that the east brings it back again right whereas out west it's like we're our own enemies like every single team's like well if i'm not going to win it then nobody's going to win it out west and everybody just kind of picks each other apart but uh yeah it's sad to see like it's i like i say i don't think it would happen out east if i played out east if i played lacrosse out east i don't think there would be any issues um but yeah at the end of the day i am i wasn't there to hurt anybody i wasn't there i wasn't playing a dirty game the one game that i thought the crazy part about this is we played a game my last game that i played was in victoria and i think we we got killed it was like 17 to, to 4 at one point like we were getting absolutely killed And they were, they had one player that was dirtying guys and like doing dirty stuff. And I, I went out, I asked a couple guys, I said, Hey, would you get uh, Bert? And i fought him before. And I super respectfully, we were down like 10 goals in the first, first period. And I said, Hey man, can you give me one? You know, like super respectfully. He's like, no, man, there's no way I'm fighting you. Like, it's just not worth it. And I was like, come on. He's like, no. And I was like, okay, no problem. Fair enough. I get it. Right. Moved on, played the game wasn't dirtying anybody, no penalties. And then the one guy that was kept, uh, you know, a couple big hits doing kind of being greasy after the whistle and stuff, instead of going out and jumping the guy, because I know the league's on my ass and I'm just not going to play that way. I just go out next shift, set a nice clean, hard pick on him, make sure he knows I'm there and then just play the game that way i was playing within the rules i didn't get any penalties and that's basically what i've been doing and that was my plan right so the fact that the league's been basically like i said discriminating me for the second time now um i know exactly what's happening um you know 2016 i was kept completely in the dark but now i know pretty much everything because one of my friends was the coach at the time and he's told me everything he told me everybody in the league what everybody said and I, I pretty much know exactly what's going on, and I and I had this league meeting uh, with all these guys the other day, and and uh, none of them knew who I was, n- really. None of them knew who I actually was as a person. They just had this like built-up character of who they thought Amesbury was because of all these years that they. I don't even know. I don't. Even, I probably only had. I don't even know how many lacrosse fights I've had. I'd say under twenty crossf- lacrosse fights in my career. So it's not like I'm going out jumping guys every game and doing dirty shit. So, and I've never been suspended for anything outside of a fight. I've never been suspended for injuring a guy or anything like that. The only time I've been suspended is like line brawl or too many, but like you third man in or something like that. Never been suspended for anything other than that. So I don't know. It's pretty, it's pretty sad. It's uh, you know, it's not good for the game in my opinion they they think it is i guess but uh, at the end of the day when you got this many competing leagues out there it's just going to drive people away you know i know that there's guys on my team that want me there obviously the whole team does uh the owners and everything they they want me they, i'm a pretty important part when you get to a man cup to have a guy like me on the team so yeah it's really too bad <laughs>
0: The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can feel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right, make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw it out on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over/under and props. Your betting options feel endless. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. the world and watch sports with sports travel tours how about the english premier league get up close at one of the f1's grand prix from monaco to singapore and beyond to the nfl packages the games in london and to any across the u.s watch the oilers in flames with road trip packages to vegas and beyond or if you're a hockey nut like us the spangler cup is a must-see event watch canada this december and davos at our favorite championship of the year for details
1: and more visit sports today Get ready to win with Billy's Smelling Salts. Billy's Smelling Salts are for gamers, athletes, and competitors alike who want to get in the zone. Us at World Hockey Report teamed up with Billy's, and if you use the promo code WHR when checking out, you'll save yourself some money. The highest quality smelling salts in the game and at the best price point if you use the promo code WHR on Billy's. Billy's Smelling Salts. Get ready to win.
0: It's just it's disappointing. It's sad for the game. It, it's unfortunate. Because as you said, you know, maybe repetition plays or uh, reputation pardon me plays into it in some factor. But again, when I met you a while ago, it was all oh, I've just heard of you and stuff like that. And you get to know you and get to know people who know you. It, it's like, okay, you know, this guy isn't out here just trying to take off heads. You know, he actually yeah, he, he respects the game. He wants to play it the right way. It is there, you know, an enforce or uh intimidation factor of staring at someone in warmups, letting someone know you're out there, of course. But you, you can't tell me that no one else in the league is trying to, you know, puff their chest up a little bit. Like, yeah. come on, we're still yeah, talking about sports here.
2: Yeah, exactly. And like, honestly, that's the, that's really the only piece of my game that I have the ability to use anyways, which is fine. Like the whole thing, the whole reason I'm effective on a team is the psychological side of the game where, People are worried about me. They're looking over their shoulder. Like I've done enough over the past 10 years of my lacrosse career to build up this, this, you know, this psychological game where all I need to do now is put a Jersey on. I don't need to do anything else. I just need to put a Jersey on, be on the floor. And then that's it. My job's done. Everybody's going to play a little bit cleaner. Everybody's going to look on the, over their shoulder a little bit more. If they're, if they are doing something dirty, And they'll know that at least, you know, it, it definitely makes it, it cleans the game up. And for whatever reason, these guys don't want to clean the game up. They want their teams to be able to run around and do dirty shit. Cause at the end of the day, that's Western lacrosse. You have so many guys running around dirtying people. And I mean, my explanation to the league at my meeting was go look back, look at, look at sport. Hockey's a great example. Go watch, you know, I mean, it's the NHL is changing now, but let's say you go back to 2006, go watch an NHL game and then go watch a college hockey game and tell me which game is more dirty, which game is there more guys getting slashed and hacked? You know what I mean? Whereas like back then there was a lot more accountability. Guys aren't running around elbowing guys in the head in the NHL without knowing that they had to answer the bell. So there's a lot less of that kind of stuff going on where now it's like lacrosse. That's kind of just what's happening. Guys are just going to get dirtier and dirtier and, I mean, out west, anyways.
0: Well, James, you're a hockey guy. Look at the Calgary Flames, who's taking yeah. runs and cheap shots at Johnny Gaudreau in the past season. Yeah,
2: yeah not a exactly. hell of a lot of guys
0: because they no. know they're going to have to answer to Milan Lucic if they do that. Yeah, and it's not like yeah. Lucic is out there starting fights either all the time. He's not sucker no. punching guys, but he's there. He's a presence. He's just and, holding and everyone accountable. So I, I guess the next question comes down to, you know, where, where do you see yourself with lacrosse? Obviously there there's NLL interest. I'll be the first to say it because I've heard from multiple people that there is yeah. actual interest in you based on the way the game is going in the NLL and there yeah. is still a demand for toughness. So are, are you done with lacrosse? Are you thinking about pursuing it still? Cause I know that there's interest from teams.
2: Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm like, I said, I'm in a little bit of a predicament. I got lots to think about here. The next, I think I got eight days or seven or eight days to sign a senior B card. So I'm kind of just, you know, I got, I got some decisions to make here, whether it's time to just focus on ice wars or I think that's going to come down to my conversations I have with these NLL teams and what they're thinking um so i'm gonna you know try and pursue some of those conversations that i've kind of opened up the doors to and see what they're thinking maybe see what they want me to do at the end of the day i'd love to play nll i'd love to have an opportunity to to play at that level you know whether it was just a season or i actually ended up making a career out of it like it'd be pretty cool to do uh, especially after playing professional hockey and stuff like that um so yeah i think that's something i'm thinking about right now you know it's it's uh there's a lot of my plate here with you know we're basically be heading into playoffs for senior b if i sign a senior b card right away and then um and then you know right in right after that i'd be going into ice wars so it'd be a battle but it's nothing i haven't done before that's for sure
0: so you're pretty much just letting ladner and north shore bid on you that's
2: it yeah, that's pretty much what's going on. I don't think Ladner, Ladner has any interest, so we'll see what happens here.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, one more lacrosse one for you. Obviously, this has been awesome. But with the the new league supposedly starting down down south, I guess, does that also kind of weigh into your factor of like, Hey, you know what? With ice wars and stuff, now there's a little bit more money maybe flowing in in the sports world. If I can balance out playing professional lacrosse or a little bit like, th- does that kind of give you a little bit more hope in the lacrosse world, or is this kind no, of like, the- oh, geez, we'll wait and see?
2: Yeah, that's the thing, right? Like, there's so many options, and like, I I find. You know, I do, I've always been the kind of guy bouncing around and stuff. So there's a lot to think about for that. But, I mean, I, you're the first one that post like that I see in the post about the new league and stuff too. But I know there's, like I say, there's leagues popping up. It seems like everywhere for lacrosse right now. And it's starting to gain traction. I know that team in Vegas and the NLL is with Greta and stuff involved. But I just have a feeling that that's really going to be, a big part in this game growing. You know, just the fact that having Gretsky involved in it, it's going to gain a lot more traction, I think, honestly. Um, and like, honestly, there's tons of teams that are popping up, and it's, yeah, the game's great. It's a good game to watch. And as people kind of come in and watch it more and more, it's just going to grow so uh yeah that's like i say it's definitely something to think about i'm in a weird stage right now where i'm like well fuck is this just a sign am i supposed to just focus on my ice wars because man like ice wars is growing majorly too so um, it's inter- It's an interesting spot to be in. I think I'm in the middle between two sports that I know I'm not, I'm not the ice wars. I'm not going to stop like that, that I'm in all in and ice wars, no matter what um, the real decision is going to come down to lacrosse. And and I think that's going to all come back to my conversations in the NLL. And and if these guys are very interested and they want me playing defense or whatever it is, then uh, then I'd probably go sign a senior B card and play playoffs. Um and uh, hopefully play some defense, because that was one of the issues when I talked to um, one of the teams in the NLL. they asked their you know like why are why are you playing offense? What score are you gonna play defense? So um you know that would be a good thing about getting some some more games in and playing some defense, showing these guys that I can actually play play defense. so. Like hey, I'm a pick machine out there. That's what I'm. Out it, there for. It, it is pretty fun. It is pretty fun. I'm not gonna lie, running around crashing and banging. But at the end of the day, like the last thing, especially when I'm dealing with all this stuff, where there's like a lot of people trying to say, well, he's he's not there to play lacrosse you know, and I played defense my whole life. Like I'm pretty much my whole career of lacrosse has been senior a. So, and I played defense, so I'm comfortable on defense. So now I'm trying to prove to all these people I'm a lacrosse player and my team puts me on offense. Well, now I really look like I'm lost again. So that was a little bit frustrating at first, but, uh, but yeah, no, I definitely want to, I would like to get back on defense and to show people I can actually play the game. So.
0: There's always needs for Swiss army knives out there, but exactly. uh, Ames, we got to talk ice wars here because that's, yeah. as you said, it's popping off. It's coming back river Cree, August six, going to be a great event. The, you know, it just keeps growing with guys like AJ backing it. Obviously, oh, yeah. you know, that guy knows how to run a show. So mm-hmm. let's talk about your preparation because I'm seeing the videos. I, I saw your lead up to ice wars one. I think you're in better shape now. Like, you're looking cut. You're flying. Those fists are still moving. Like, are you feeling a little better than before the first one?
2: Yeah, that's the one thing. Like, I think my boxing, like, I've been really focusing on my, my punching is, like, the biggest thing. Like, before Ice Wars, like, yeah, I was training and stuff. Like, obviously, I was in shape but I really had a lot. I I still do. I have tons of room to grow on my actual striking game and my defense and stuff like that. So um, I've been training with uh, Caleb Starnes, one of my good buddies. He's, I think he's got five fights in the UFC, super high level MMA guy. Um, I'm training at Universal MMA in North Vancouver. So I get to train with Dayon. Dayon's, the six-time defending battlefield champion right now. He's a little bit of a veteran MMA guy too. So I get to be around these guys that are high-level MMA. Um, I'm seeing, I'm, I'm learning a lot from the MMA guys because they have like it's such a unique sport, what we're doing. So I find the MMA guys have a little bit more, um, they're a little bit more rounded, I guess, in like creativity and stuff like that. So it's cool with Caleb, he'll, he asks a lot of questions. Can you do this? So how do you think this would work? And then we kind of run through things and drill things and, and find stuff that works and then run through those. Um, but most of the stuff I've been working on, like every day I'm working on my technique and my, and my punching power and my form. So, I mean, from where my punches were last event to where they are now, um, night and day, I I got way more power. I'm just starting to transfer it onto the ice and, and learn. It's a little bit different on the ice, the way you got to punch, you can't really, it's more of like a transfer of weight rather than, um, a necessarily grounded punch, like a a really dug in punch. It's more of like just the throwing your weight across and and using momentum. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm feeling much better. I'm dangerous. I'm going to be every, like I say, this thing I told AJ and and the thing I've been saying since day one is every single ice wars, I'm going to come up on a higher level. Like I'm just going to keep stepping my game up. And my plan is to just always be that one step ahead you know? So, I mean, unless somebody else that, that's going to fight me is really putting in some serious work right now, I have a major advantage because I'm working every day. day. This is what I'm doing. I'm fully, fully committed. Um, I'm cardio twice a day, early morning, late at night, and then, you know, boxing, skating, you know, I, I'm a workhorse, right? And I, and I love it. I'm passionate about it. So it's going to be really hard, I think, to catch up to me. There's, there's guys out there um that are watching closely i'm sure they'll be showing up uh, pulling their head out of the weeds at some point but uh i'm pretty confident where i'm at right now and and uh, I, like i say i have tons of room to grow uh we're at such a cool stage in this sport because um you know at the end of the day it's it's evolved a lot you know if you watch hockey fights from you know back in the 70s to now there's so much technical aspects of it now in comparison back in the day, guys would just grab and go. But like when there's a sport like this and there's guys like me training daily for this specific thing, you're going to really see this shit grow. Like you're really going to see it step its game up and go to another level technically. And, um, and I think that's going to be a really cool thing to see. And it's going to trickle into the NHL. It'll trickle into the AHL. Like, you're going to see, you know, techniques that we learn because we, we're going to have the most experience out of anybody. And then people are going to learn it and be like, man, whoa, I never knew you could do that. And then it's going to all of a sudden be something you're going to see in the NHL. So it's going to be cool to watch it evolve. Um, and like I say, we're at such an early stage that I think the skill set from the bottom guy to the top guy is going to be a big spread right now. Um, but eventually it's just going to keep tightening and tightening and tightening as guys get better. And, you know, like I say, there's guys, tons of people standing back watching right now that are waiting to, you know see when they when they're gonna jump in and how's the payday how are they taking care of you and stuff i get tons of messages from guys that have like pretty big names that are asking me you know how how the guys take care of us and stuff like that which i can't speak highly enough for aj and and everybody that's involved for how they've taken care of us and created a family like we're all in touch and um they're super loyal and stuff like that so i think that's going to be a huge um, huge way to get more fighters involved and stuff. Right. So I'm, I'm excited. We're at, we're at an early stage, but it's going to be cool to see where it goes. It's like UFC two coming up right now.
0: It is. And it's something that's on, you know, it's never been done before. This is literally prize fighting on ice. And one of the craziest things in my mind is just your route to the championship, where you beat Derek Parker, you beat a veteran fighter, you beat a Chase Tippin who's a super heavy, and then Justin Sawyer who's just an absolute gladiator on ice. Like it's not just like they're lining you up with like who's in your weight class, who's kind of yeah. matches up with you. It's like nope, Diamond Hands. You want to be the best fighter? Well, go fight yeah. the best, and really Let's you went and proved guy. it. How how did you how do you prepare for fighting Morasty now? Like, like are you watching what nasty's doing? What's the that's going on there? The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can feel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk free bet up to $1,000. That's right, make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw it out on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same game parlay, spreads, money lines, over-under and props. Your betting options feel endless. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. the world and watch sports with sports travel tours how about the english premier league get up close at one of the f1's grand prix from monaco to singapore and beyond to the nfl packages the games in london and to any across the u.s watch the oilers in flames with road trip packages to vegas and beyond or if you're a hockey nut like us the spangler cup is a must-see event watch canada this december and davos at our favorite championship of the year for details and
1: more visit sports today get ready to win with billy's smelling salts billy's smelling salts are for gamers athletes and competitors alike who want to get in the zone us at world hockey report teamed up with billy's and if you use the promo code whr when checking out you'll save yourself some money the highest quality smelling salts in the game and at the best price point if you use the promo code whr on billy's billy's smelling salts get ready to win
2: yeah, so I don't know. So for right now, I, it sounds like uh, this next event's going to be. I'm fighting somebody else for this event coming up. I guess oh, okay, got okay. some. So yeah, it. No. <laughs> that's all right. No, that's all right. I think uh, I don't know if it's out yet or if whatever. A didn't tell me not to say anything, but. Um, so yeah, so uh, so I think for this next event, they haven't announced who I'm fighting yet, but uh, I'll be fighting the main card at this next event at the very end. And then um, and then I don't know when the Morassi fight's going to be if it's the next one, but it sounds like they it's kind of a smart move because I think they want they might want us like get us in an arena for me and Morassi, which would make more sense to probably sell more tickets and stuff like that. So, uh, it might be for the next one. I don't know. But, uh, I mean, I know my preparation right now is just, I just want to come in. I'm I'm just sharpening the sword right now. Every day. It doesn't matter who I'm fighting every day is the same thing. I'm just getting reps in a lot of, I'm doing a lot of strength and conditioning specifically for punching power. So like a lot of core strength, core rotation, um, and stuff like that, you know, that's another good thing about having Caleb, uh, Starnes is helping me. He's, uh, he's high level. He's trained in, he trained in the UFC facilities and stuff like that. So he got to learn a lot of like strength and conditioning specifically for fighting and, and getting your core rotation and, and just athletic movements and stuff. So, so yeah, it's, it's really cool doing that. And it's, and I can just see, I can see the results coming. So I'm, I'm really excited for, uh, this upcoming event. I'm going to be punching a hell of a lot harder. I'll tell you that much.
0: I got a last one for you too. And it's because I I love your confidence and you know, you really talk about, Oh, I'm visualizing it. I'm manifesting this, you know, I I really had the best preparation out of anyone. How do you walk that line of confidence and cockiness? Obviously everyone who follows ice wars saw the interaction with Derek Parker, or or he wasn't happy with some of the things you were saying and doing. How do you walk that fine line and, and really walk me through that whole, whole encounter with Parker where clearly there there seems like there was some unfinished business there on one end
2: yeah well i mean at the end of the day like that's not how i want to come off i don't i don't find myself wanting to be cocky at all but i mean you can take it that way for sure especially because i am confident and i'm sure of myself and and like i just don't like i had somebody message me the other day asking about Um, you know, just how I was feeling and stuff like, and I was just like, man, right now I'm just not beatable. And it just is what it is. I'm just in that spot mentally. And I'm, and I guess you can call it cockiness, but that's just where I'm at. Like, I just, I'm at a place mentally where my, I find my preparation. I'm working harder. Um, and, and honestly, like you say, power manifestation stuff, like I'm writing these things down. I've watched so much stuff just come into my reality from things I've written down and, and focused on just through thought and meditation that I'm at the point now where I'm like, I feel like I live in this magic world and everything that I want can just come to me as long as I focus in the right ways and, and focus on being good, a good human. And these things are just coming into my life. Obviously that comes with having to work and prep prepare, you know, you can't just, think about something and have it just land on your lap like you have to obviously do go through certain steps for for to execute but uh i am super confident i don't i don't want to come off as cocky or or arrogant in any way but at the end of the day i mean i'm i'm the champion i think i took a hard route to get there and i'm i'm just going to continue with this mindset because you know that's just what's working for me, so I can't I can't change anything up from where where my head's at. But maybe I maybe I talk about it less. Maybe I don't say things out loud so much. But at the end of the day, in my head, like I'm I'm not losing this though. When I lose, it's gonna be I'm gonna lose to myself. It's gonna be once I lose something mentally and and I get in my own head, and and I'll know before the fight even happens that I'm gonna lose because you know i think like at the last fights there wasn't a bit of doubt in my mind like there was literally even though like you know there should have been there totally should have been if you look at these guys and you're logically thinking you see the size of them like i'm walking around in the lobby shaking these guys hands their hands are twice the size of mine six inches taller than me way bigger and stronger i fought sawyer before like he's super tough he got my number a couple times and you know, like logically thinking, yeah, I should have been in a, I should have been maybe a little bit worried or have a little bit of anxiety, but I just got myself into this place mentally where I was just so prepared. And I, I can't, I can't say I ever went into even just a single fight feeling as good as I did going into that tournament um i was sure i was winning you know and you, and you can listen to podcasts of me before the event or see my post before the event i i said i was winning and and i and i wrote it down i got i got sheets and sheets of positive affirmations and paperwork that i signed and dated before the event just so i could share it with everybody after i won because i wanted to just be show everyone. look at look at this like i've i told you like i wrote it down I i signed it all of them i signed all of them and dated them just to because I wanted to show people, you know, it's, it's pretty amazing stuff when you get into that positive mind space and stuff like that. And, um, you know, it's a battle to stay there all the time. Every once in a while, things will creep in, but you just got to keep putting in the work. And when you put in the work the the confidence comes with it. So.
0: Hey, well, when they say heart of a champion, I I think, you know, anyone who watched Ice Wars is thinking of you directly there. What are you up to (laughs) now? I I know you've got the camps going on. Obviously, Ice Wars 2 is coming up here. So uh, if you want to look to sponsor someone, well, King of the Rink, that's a that's a pretty easy choice where, uh, you know, if if I'm looking to sponsor someone where my money's going. But uh, Ames, walk people through what's going on for you and uh, where can people connect and help out?
2: So, yeah, so basically I'm just, you know, I'm obviously focusing as much as I can on fighting. Um, I'm actually just at the point now where I'm going to try and start Um, hiring some people to help me out as far as managers and and social media and stuff like that because it is a lot to worry about all that stuff as I I haven't really been on doing as much on social media as I would like to just because I'm trying to focus on my fighting and then I'm trying to get sponsors and I'm trying to do all these things and and it does get I just I think all I should be doing is focusing on fighting so I actually have a meeting today with some people that hopefully can help me out with that and then yeah like trying to get any sort of sponsorship I can any sort of partner deals, you know, um, you know, I want to, I want to get people value, whatever somebody thinks that they, they could, you know, what they benefit most from me helping with and stuff like that. Then, you know, um, I'm, you know, you can find me easy to get a hold of on Instagram or, or Facebook or whatever. Just shoot me a message. I pretty much accept my my Facebook page is basically a public page. Like I don't really, um, I don't deny people friend requests and stuff. It's not like private just for my friends and family. I pretty much just accept everyone on Facebook. It's like my my Ice wars platform essentially. So uh, you can easily hit me up on Facebook or hit me up on Instagram. Um, Um, anything or Twitter or whatever. Yeah, I'd love to find some more sponsors. Um, At this point, the the more support I have to help me just focus on this, then the longer I can stay in the position I'm at. And uh, the position I'm at, I think, has major value as Ice Wars grows. So my goal is to just stay in the position I'm at as the sport grows and, and try and be uh, a force in this sport and, and help the sport grow with my promotion. And like I say, I want to get people that help me with my social media so I can do it all in the right ways and bring the most value to my sponsors and the people that are supporting me, including ice wars and AJ and Charlie and stuff like that. So
0: buddy, this has been awesome man thank you so much for taking the time i think your story's awesome it's unfortunate with all the lacrosse stuff that's that sucks but hey you know what what comes around goes around and i think uh, good things happen to good people so i'm excited to see what's next in your journey and i can't wait to see you back at edmonton august
1: 6th
2: yeah thank you for having me it was a good time and we're looking forward to seeing you again